I'm Sophie. And welcome to Waffling in Wonderland, episode five, series two. Episode five. Do, 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 do. How? It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe we've made it here. And with all these guests, and it's just been mad. So hopefully you've all been enjoying it back at home. We've certainly have. It's been really inspiring. We've had some crackers of people. Oh my gosh, I know. My heart has exploded every time. So like I have a week to mend my heart before we have another guest. And I know <laughs> this time is going to be exactly the same. My brain and my yeah. heart's just like... <laughs> We've got another one for you, everybody. <laughs> but oh, before we jump in, I'm look at me and my notifications every episode right now. But there's a lot going on, people. We want to make sure that you are fully behind us and with us as um, we've actually nearly getting to 50 subscribers on YouTube, which is amazing. It's so cool. Little old us, Suki, little old us. And um, what I just wanted to say was it'd be incredible if we could somehow try and accumulate that to 100 subscribers. So we just mm -hmm. really wanted to push ourselves out there and have you guys help us and push us out even further as um, we want to keep doing this and we want everybody to enjoy it and be a part of it and make our own little waffling family. So, yeah, help us to 100 subscribers, people. It will be much appreciated. Well, I also want to say is that um, you can join our waffling family on Facebook. We have a community uh -huh. and we love to hear your feedback and any stories you want to add, just so you Definitely. can feel that you are not alone. You're surrounded by mm -hmm. like-minded souls and mm -hmm. sharing experiences of your crystals as well, because we love to hear the feedback of Crystal of the Week. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we always, with our guests, we always share a wonderfully random and get their feedback on it and what they would do and what they think <laughs> and how they feel about it. We also have a song of the week that you can add to your playlist every week and you can have a oh, dance yeah. around. Um, we have the mindful minutes where I share a crystal of the week and we always finish off with a lovely soothing meditation so that you feel you've got the joy you've got the deep co philosophical conversations and you also mm -hmm. feel very calm and you've been able to process and absorb it all so it's all good so episode five was waffle welcome polly and she has a wonderful shop called little bit margate and um she is the most joyful person i think i have ever mm. met Polly, welcome to Waffling in Wonderland. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, welcome. guys. It's like a little Sunday party, isn't it? Love that. Yes. I love that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Who's got the Prosecco? Come on. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, we exactly. You're right. Speaking of, so what's right. your favourite cocktail? Oh. oh, mine's a porn star martini. Is it? It gets me I... completely hammered. <laughs> <laughs> that's it i'm i'm good time tony after that polly um <laughs> welcome um <laughs> thanks for having you started me. right off yeah no it's lovely to have you <laughs> so obviously polly is full of the joy but she also has an incredible shop as we've obviously named already we would just love to know a little bit more about that a little bit about what you do what's what's everything with you polly so uh, I have a shop called Little Bit Margate and um, and like a B&B &B called Big Bit. So Little Bit and Big Bit are basically like... That's cool. Do you remember Pat Sharp's Fun House? Yes. Do you remember that programme? Oh, I mean, my God. Oh, my time. God. They had like go-karts that whizzed round and you like went down slides and stuff. I mean, I'm now making it sound way more exciting than it actually is, but it's so... <laughs> Um, intoxicating with colour. Um, but yeah, it's just a really, they're very colourful, joyful spaces to be in. They look, a little nice. bit looks like a kid's shop from the outside, but I'm quite defiant that it's not a kid's shop. Yes. It's got some stuff for kids. There's a lot of sweary things in it as well. Um, because I don't believe that kids should have all the fun. I think, like, no disrespect, True. kids. But why should colourful things just be for kids? I want to I want to incense you with the, the feeling of play and joyfulness. So yeah, that's yes. my vibe. Yeah, oh, I like that. That's totally what I love. I'm so about that. Yeah, I'm laughing, smiling all the time. I love yes, that. Is. I always find it really annoying when 
people then consider you as not serious yeah. or somebody that they can kind of be like, oh, well, it's all right, she doesn't mind. Or you and can't like, be yes, reliable. I do mind. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, you can't reliable. be reliable, responsible. You can't, you, yeah. you have a business because you're so, it's so youthful. Like, we like to say youthful. Mm, youthful. Yeah, Useful. I think it's, it's about like people just don't take you professionally. So there was a, there yeah. was something that came up the other day of um, just because I've got pink hair doesn't mean that I'm not professional. And it was it was some it was something mm. about that. I want to find this mm. little quote that I found, and it was just like, yeah, it's so it's so true. My my family think I'm bonkers. My hair's this is quite tame. I'm getting it redone <laughs> on on uh, I'm getting redone on, on the YouTube yeah. <laughs> Um, but this is quite tame but like my I usually have my hair all kinds of colors and my family just think I'm a bit bonkers I'm thir- I've just turned 38 and they think that that's really inappropriate for a 38 year old woman um, and also really? this like wearing really bright clothes it's just it's a it's a real juxtaposition to what their ideals are um but screw it it makes me happy I think that's the thing that, that it's all about isn't it make yourself happy <laughs> It really makes totally. a difference. I mean, I'm wearing a your Polly's for the podcasters. Polly's wearing a bright, sunny yellow jumper with big smiley faces on it, and I mm-hmm. knew I had to wear something just as bright. So I'm wearing like a fuchsia jumper, and honestly, it really does make you feel so much more zingy and joyful, and it really does. And and I, it it's also like color therapy for me. It's like color has a frequency I think so when you wear it I think a lot of people don't get it I mean I wore black and white most of my teenage years because I was wanting to rebel but yeah I was finding Mm. myself and and only recently have I gone oh I don't want to be like this I want to try color and honestly this last year has made the huge difference. And when I met you, I was like, yes, yes. Yes. So, yeah, no, colour oh, colour so 100% funny. is my therapy. It is so important. Yes. And I think because because we are surrounded by it, we don't necessarily realise the implication it's having on us. It's so subliminal. But mm. for me, um, I just, I... I was I was very black and black and white dressed and very neutral. I was an actor for fifteen years and, and I had to be very neutral. So I had to have very wow. neutral coloured hair. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Fit into lots of different casting briefs. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, subsequently, I got lots of stuff happened, but I got real anxiety issues. And it was only when I really started embracing. I, I started dyeing my hair different colours when I stopped being an actor because I just physically couldn't get on stage. I was like. Oh, do you know what? Sod it. I can actually dye my hair ridiculous colours, and I suddenly started yeah. feeling more and more myself. It was as if it was just seeping yeah. into wow. my soul. That's yeah. amazing. Wow, mm. that's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, that is. That's why my shop and the B and B looks like a unicorn has spewed in it. But I think it's just bloody <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. gorgeous. <laughs> you oh don't want to live in it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You don't want to live in it because that's a headache. And like uh, some <laughs> days you don't need that. You need the dark in order to have the light, don't you? So yeah. But I think it's um for a splurge of mega joy to go into mm. a very colourful, fun space. Yeah, I think I think it's how, really good. I think it's what you, you need. Yeah. I mean, so many questions, Polly. So many. Questions. I know. I'm like. I, mean, <laughs> I want to ask you how you got to where you are, but also. Firstly, I, w- I want to ask you about people who come into the shop and maybe visitors to Margate, you know, because it's a beautiful mm. town. Mm. And when they come into your shop, they're like, wow, do they, do you see their, their joy instantly? And yeah, does it bring it's out so the inner child? Like, tell, tell us, tell us how, how it is. Because it's surprising because I think a lot of people dismiss the shop as a kid's shop. So if you haven't got kids and I think you immediately in your peripheral vision you're like oh it's a kid's shop and just kind of walk on by but then you see a cushion Mm. in the window with the word bum on it and you're like oh that's a bit (laughs) silly maybe I can find something silly in there maybe it's not just kids clothing or something and then they come in and they realize there's no kids clothing in there and there's that element of surprise so you see people really like oh oh okay and then as they make my favorite thing my most favorite thing and especially when I first opened was hearing people chuckle around the shop like I like I have 
weird things in there that, that are some are like nostalgic hits so that's going to tickle your nostalgia bone or um some oh, things wow. that are just outright ridiculous and silly and funny and <laughs> so yeah there's a real energy um and I think because of my background as an actor it was about creating a magical space so as an Amazing. you know in training you're taught this is a sacred space this is a this is a magic space that you're creating to make mm. people feel safe in it mm. and so from that and my experiences in experiential theater I want to create spaces I want it to be a positive wow. alteration of your vibe yeah. wow that's what I get off it is creating a joyful space yeah that's incredible it's fun I love yeah. it yeah it's about really the I, I want right? to immerse you yeah. into my rainbow. I know, yes. that's what I'm thinking. That that's incredible. There isn't a lot of places for adults that are like that. And I think that's really amazing that you've got it all in a shop and people mm. can be a part of an experience. Also buy some things that, obviously, that also reflect that and probably reflect a little part of them that they keep on the down low. Like, mm-hmm. And actually you give them that outlet, which I think is really awesome. I love I that. I think it's so important. I feel yes. I feel quite um, intensely passionate that we all need to have play in our lives. We all need to be allowed to play. Um, mm-hmm. There was a book. I think Suki might have heard me talk about it. I did a. I had this epiphany. <laughs> oh, we love uh, them uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and New Year, which New Year is always a real weird one, isn't it? It's like full of expectation and. Where yeah. like it's it's one of those milestones like a birthday. You go, oh, I remember exactly where I was this time last year. So let's like level up and that pressure mm. to level up. And I hate New Year for that. Um, mm. But it's this true. New Year, yeah. I woke up on New Year's Eve and I I'd been given this book for Christmas by my friend Sophie. She's another Sophie. Oh, there um, we go. And she <laughs> she just given it to me on a bit of a whim. We hadn't had a conversation about it. But it was the Book of Play by Michael Rosen. And Michael Rosen was a... He was the children's poet laureate when, when I was young. Um, oh. And I remember his poems as a kid. But he's written this book for adults. Uh, and in it, he says that play is a way, as kids, we help process change. So you play oh out different goodness, scenarios. Yeah to understand how you fit in in a group or how you can, what you can add to it or uh, just understanding the world a little bit easier. Um, But he's really interesting in what he says about it. Like in the industrial era, we cut out that luxury of play within our process because Mm, we were competing with machines. And if you wanted to keep your job, you had to, you had to get your butt in gear and keep up with it. Mm, mm. Um, and so it really takes out that time of what is perceived as luxury to to, to play, if that makes yes. sense. Wow. Yes. So wow. he's Absolutely. encouraging us to doodle, to doodle for no yes. reason. Just put yes. a pen on a piece of paper and just squiggle it about for no reason, just because it's joyful. Um, mm. And that's, yeah, it's something I'm really, I feel exceptionally passionate about, that we all need the space a playful space, a safe, playful space, no matter what our ages are. That 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 totally resonates with me because we, I believe that even art that's taught in school has to be, you have to do this subject or you have to follow this artist and learn about them. It's like, well, what um, do I want to create? And what, what can I delve deep and find that that spark of, of creativity and joy and play? Mm, and, mm. and, 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 yeah, don't be messy when you're painting. You know, you must keep within the lines, you know. Oh, where's, mate, same with the... cooking, isn't it? I'm terrible Play... at cooking. Oh, I don't yeah. clean up as I go along. That's a big part <laughs> of it as well. <laughs> it? It's a creative mess. I and was terrible at that. That's what <laughs> really bugs me, though, Suits. Like, I, I was speaking to... Uh, there's this group uh, in London called the Sketchy Bitches, and my friend Dulcie set it up, and ah! she she was um, she was she was really unhappy and not well, uh, and she started drawing, and it was for no mm. reason, just for joy, and then she set mm. up this little group, and they did a little residency over a weekend at the shop. Nice. Oh, wow. And she said to me, "Well, you know, you'll you'll draw," and I went, "Oh my god, I can't draw." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh god, yeah. I can't." I haven't picked up a pencil since I was like 13, 14. 
we all paint the same still life at school. And if your still life doesn't look exactly like the still life, it's wrong. But mm. when these girls came in, these sketchy bitches came in, <laughs> all, they all do mini portraits of people. And I, I really want to show you wow. the, them. They're downstairs. But every single one, every portrait of me, some were exceptionally abstract. Some were just a couple of lines. Some were completely naturalistic forms. Like, they were all incredible and every single one got the essence of me and it was yes. it, that's there what was it's no about right the essence totally yeah. it's yes. the essence and, and yes. I think essence. being told what's right or wrong especially on an artistic mm. subject is yeah. not okay <laughs> yes yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. totally there's magic I never quite behind understood it that. there's mm. magic within it though you know that's that that you can sense it in art. I mean, I was um, I was at a client's house the other day and she had very simple line drawings of Picasso's animals. Just one line, mm. oh, that's a flamingo. And I'm like, and that's Picasso did that. And it's it's a flamingo. Like, anybody yeah. could, I think anybody could do that. But then do I do it? No, because <laughs> no. I've put a break on myself because I'm, thinking well I know what I want to achieve in my head but I'm limiting myself because I believe I don't know how I'm going to get there and there you are you know even you have said oh I I don't draw I haven't done it for a while and then you're like oh yeah actually I can do it and it and, and it's it's all about finding that uniqueness within you rather than trying to conform to someone else's normal or whatever so and that's probably the reason why it. people struggle so much with finding who they are because they're told all the time you've got to conform. So yeah. I'd imagine actually that's where a lot of people's struggles come into place and then they're realizing yes. oh there's this thing that actually reminds me of me and like you said Polly the essence I've got it's, this has my essence and yes. you start collecting these little things and hopefully one day that will actually accumulate into you becoming yourself and not being afraid of it. But Yay. that's mad, isn't it? it is. Thank <laughs> goodness for your shop. <laughs> it's, just goodness. To, it's just because I'm really cross with myself on some level because I didn't allow myself to just be all of me a lot earlier. And actually, same, same. as an actor, I would have been really successful had I gone... Screw you guys. If you don't like it, I did. Like, by, like within the last exactly. three or four years of at my acting career, I was like, do you know what? It's cool. If, if I didn't get that job, that's cool. I'm just not right for you. I'm really Mm-mm. good at what I do. I know Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. But yeah. I'm just not right for you. And then, and then it was yeah. this real bravery that, stu- that unfolded yes. in that way. It yes. just coincided with a load of other stuff that made yes. me switch paths. But I am so solidly... Mm. myself mm. now that I'm really frustrated that it took me until I was in my 30s to do that oh, but then maybe honey. that's for all of us yeah I think yes. so I'm, I'm I, this is sim- what you're saying it re- is resonating with with me and my journey so I, I think that's yes. probably a lot for a lot of people it's the same uh, thing yeah and here me too mm. oh I it's just but you found it now you're finding yourself yeah I just yeah, look, really and all hope. that comes from joy. Isn't that mad? All of this, <laughs> all this realisation, all of this creative explosion <laughs> comes from joy. <laughs> anyway, it. my dear Polly. Okay, oh. so um, when was the point that you realised um, you wanted to do this with your life, make these jobs, bring this joy? When, when did you realise that? My 30th year on this planet was like a, a horror trauma. It was just not like... It was just not a good time. And that's oh. when mm-hmm. I got on stage and I genuinely stood there and didn't know why I, what I was. I was like, um, uh, oh, wow. don't even know. I can't oh. think of any words I'm supposed to say. I can't think of even what my character's name is. It was like a complete oblivion I, in there psh. and mm. really freaked me out. And then I had some really sad things happen. And then... Mm. It took two years to like, just in a brain, a complete brain blur of like, I just don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. I'd wanted to be an actor since Mm. I was seven. That was my identity. That's what I did. Mm. Uh, 
and I actually didn't have any skills. Like I, I was like, oh, I actually don't have any strings. But I don't even I don't even know the names of all the coffees because I don't drink coffee to be a barista. Like right. all of that. Like suddenly I realised I'm thirty and I'm skillless, uh, or so I thought. Um, so it was, mm. it was like a couple of years after I just had I moved out of London actually um, back to my parents and they're farmers, so I went back to the countryside. Oh, wow. Um, and it was quite an intense couple of years because it was when Brexit was being voted on. It was Uh when Trump was also getting in. And Mm -hmm. my family and I politically are very, very different fish. Right. Um, They're very much in a bubble, a beautiful bubble, but a bubble of what they know in their immediate vicinity. And I've always Mm. wanted to know what's on over there. (laughs) So (laughs) there was a lot of um, friction, but I think it really Mm. like pushed me further into myself of like, Mm. you know I've got very strong political views actually uh and then I moved out and I I didn't I really didn't know what I was going to do I really did not know what I was going to do wow. I came to look in Margate purely because one of my mates was living here uh I just came to see her and I didn't leave I, I oh. fell in love with the sea <laughs> I, I love yeah. being by the sea I think seeing a horizon, I think that's what I'd missed in London. That's what what wasn't helping my mental health was Mm. seeing a horizon Um, and Mm. just having a bit of community. I I really yearn for that trust that comes within a small community. Mm. Um, So, yeah, I moved. and, And when I was looking at places, I was just looking at like regular house situation but we went, uh, my mum was with me, and we went into, there's this space here that is like Diagon Alley when you walk in. It's like a big old cinema, but you walk in ah. and everything's got its own little shop fronts. And it's all oh, that's so really cute. quirky Ooh. and bizarre. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I just kept thinking, oh, imagine if you had a space where you could curate, beautifully curate all of those people within a space. And, mm-hmm. and my Pinterest boards were like full of, divine things that I'd always wanted but I'd never had like loads of like gorgeous <laughs> acrylic jewelry and stuff like that and I was looking at my Pinterest going oh my god that is a great shop I want to go into that shop I don't know what I'm doing but I'm gonna open the shop wow. and I still don't know wow. what I'm doing but I've opened a shop and it's been going for four years and it's doing all right <laughs> that's yeah Woo! Yeah, round of applause, please. Yes. But the the key to all of this, because I genuinely was in a pit of anxiety, like I was really struggling to Mm. leave the house to see friends or get on a train or all of that was giving me such really tricky times um, that actually not thinking too much about it and just going with my gut. Mm. There's something Mm. very cathartic actually about being stripped away of all of the when you feel really that low and that lost mm. not like just suddenly reconnecting with your intuition and yes. hearing that little voice inside you've got you, nothing really to lose heard. nothing yeah. to lose you've got nothing to lose and exactly and, and it's you're you're such in a place of i you're don't know open. you're open you're open to, to yes yeah yes yeah. it's really yeah. Um, it's a, it, it was a really amazing time. I've kind of always felt that I had a really strong tu- intuition, but when your life is governed by other people's opinions the whole time, whether it's a director Oof, you're working yeah. with or whether it's your agent calling or whether it's what your mum thinks you should be doing or all of mm. that, it's really hard to hear it. And I finally mm. could hear it. And I want it, it to be my decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite... Powerful. It is really powerful. Really powerful. I find that when you are tapping into that, that, that essence of you, everyone, everything around you, the people who don't like it fall away. The people who love it come to you and, Mm -hmm. and it all sorts of just naturally sorts itself out. Mm -hmm. And it can be very scary to let go Mm -hmm. of some of the things that we've held on to and what we've been doing but i just i'm so proud of you (laughs) so it's a constant thing isn't it and i think that's what's really important to remember about it is like 
I'm happy now. I'm really happy doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've got to be very careful that what I'm doing doesn't define me in a way of making this like a rigid thing. That's Polly. That's the happy shop. If you want to be going in there. And if I feel a bit bum, I'm quite open about it. But like, if there comes a time where that, that feels like a pressure to me and that's not something, then that's cool. Like, I'm just going to move away from Mm. it. Like, but I think it's really, I think it's really important to just because you find your happy place to not think that this is where it has to stay forever and ever. Yes. That's so right. Oh my goodness, that's really crazy, important. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's it's interesting, isn't it? It's like even like selling a product, everything, like you said, everything has to flow and change because that's what life is. Everything flows, everything changes. And it, I find it really bizarre how we're so afraid of change, mm. yet that's the one thing that keeps us who we are. And like you're saying with the essence, it keeps your essence. It keeps mm. your journey. It keeps your destiny. It keeps all of it by just going with the flow and letting go and finding contentment and being joyful. And I just don't get why, as a society, we get so wrapped up in these titles and in these defined boxes that we have to be in to be sellable. Mm -hmm. It's just like... (laughs) It's it's transient. Everything's so transient all the time. Yes. And I I feel like... I mean, this is is specifically for, uh, like, well, from my position, hormonally... That's going to change me. That's going to change what I want. And actually, the, mm. that's something I've got no control over. This last mm-hmm. year, I've, I've really struggled with, with my hormones, actually. I've really struggled with that and actually figuring out, coming out of lockdown, what genuinely is making me happy. Because before, yes. for the last three and a half years, I've been, I've been running fast. Like, this right. is what I'm doing. The shop's happening. The shop's it's happening. It's happening. I've got an obligation to be open because people want that to be open. I've got to be doing that. I've got to be doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, that, this this enforced pause has been amazing because it's made me go, I can keep doing that, but I will burn yeah. out. Yeah. But actually, what genuinely makes me happy? And so, like, for example, we're speaking to each other on a Sunday. I never used to have Sundays off. But after lockdown, I was like, yeah. do you know what? I have Sundays off. That is it. Yes. I'm not here to be on a hamster wheel. I'm mm-hmm. here to enjoy my life. <laughs> so it's little things like yes. just to just to really hear yeah. what you need yeah. to listen yes. to yourself. It sounds so mm. it sounds so cliche, but it's really. I it's, think it's, yeah, a, it's really a safety thing on. and a security thing, not only yeah. for us, but to like the public. If you have a business mm. and you say you're open always at 9.30 and you close at 5.30 and it's Monday to Friday or you do the weekends. <clears throat> you know, when I've changed my business a couple of times, my client's like, oh, oh, you don't do that anymore. And I'm like, yeah. Mm. And then I, I feel like, oh, I, do I feel guilty about doing that? Oh, oh, I've changed oh, really? it and it really affects them. And it's actually like, well, it does affect them, but it affects me more if I don't listen to what I need to do. Because mm. if I don't listen to this, how can I carry mm. on doing the same thing all the time? So exactly. that's, that's how thing. you Always respect them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. By giving it yourself for the chance. Exactly. Yeah. That's to me. Oh, I love this. Circle, I love it? this deep chat. I'm loving ah! it. Ah. but then but then at the same time the obligation like me having to turn up for example i've got a dog right so this this is part of my Mm. healing process uh one of the awful things that happened when i was 30 is my dog got hit by a car and she passed away and i literally couldn't cope i didn't lots of other stuff was happening all of the anxiety stuff but that really didn't help because the obligation of having her and having to go outside every day no matter how i felt I had to go for a walk. My shop is actually named after my first dog, a little bit. <laughs> um, oh. and, and I got dude, my other new dog, like four or five years <laughs> later. And he made me have to do that. That obligation of going outside every day. That was my thing. Yeah. If that was the only thing yeah. I did, brilliant. Um, yeah. But actually having the obligation of the shop it's it's really it's really helped in some really dark times because actually I know that that's my constant so now I'm in a now I'm in a more settled space to figure out actually what makes me really happy and what doesn't but like two years ago Mm. my partner had cancer and actually the only thing kept keeping me going in a solid way was like I've got to get up and I've got to do that 
Like it's yeah. that it's that right, right, that, right. That obligation is sometimes really great and really healthy. Yes, but, yes. But it's mm. definitely being aware when it's becomes unhealthy and yes, not right. Yeah, really. Important. I mean, obviously. You need responsibility, and you need a, um, oh a direction. Well, yeah, yeah. You need you need uh, accountability because your yes. dog keeps you accountable to doing this stuff. Because otherwise, you end up well. You could end up not doing anything and just falling at the wayside, or keep yeah. doing yes. the same thing. So you need to be able to help yourself. And it's amazing, Polly. I'm loving it. It's so cool. You yeah. have this amazing. This is just like, amazing. Instagram profile and presence, and it's all about joy. Oh, yeah, but it's you're, fabulous, but when yeah. you when you get into it, it's actually, <laughs> it's a resource because there's some realness there. You have this beautiful thing called little cup, little cupper, cup of joy, cup of joy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I said this ah. earlier and I got it right, and now I've mixed up. Anyway, <laughs> cup of joy. And and you do you do what we do. You basically talk to people uh, who have joyful, colourful businesses, but you also talk about real stuff and how how you process things. So mm. I would mm. definitely go and check out um, Polly's Instagram. It's little bit Margate, and she always Margate. has a joke on your in your stories. You always put jokes on your story oh, every day, a daily joke. I stopped. I I stopped for a bit because I ran out of jokes um, ah. and I got it right in the neck because what's really what's really, really sweet and I think we all affect we all we all don't realize how much the small things that we're doing affect so many people like True. it's True. So, really small things and I thought oh nobody's gonna nobody's gonna notice if I don't post a joke anymore and then the backlash oh. I got was like you really? don't know. I'm going into. I work as, in the NHS, really? and you're sparking joy. And without those jokes, we're all falling flat. And I'm like, oh, it's an obligation. <laughs> wow. wow. But knowing that, knowing that that is a useful resource for someone, or like it's actually genuinely. I mean, mm. jokes are just the best, though, right? Oh wow. Oh totally, yeah. Oh it yeah. Start, I love it a joke. started as a joke. If you put a joke out in a public domain, <laughs> a joke of a joke, it's going <laughs> to resonate, no matter how oh, crap the joke is. Yeah, it's going to resonate, it. and it's going to. You can't help but take it in a joyful way, a joyful joke. Yeah. yeah. So, so I cool. highly recommend shoving the jokes out. You can you can print um, them off. <gasps> I made some printables on my website. So pick there you them up, go, everyone. Get some sellotape and go and shove them on lampposts ah, around your own town. Yes. I love it. And tag her in it on your Insta. There you go. Yes. Let's do yes. this. Ah. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, that's so good. So can you give us like any um like two pros and two cons in owning your own business? Is there anything mm-hmm. that you could share with people that may even be on a similar journey to you in thinking, oh, I'd like to start a business, but I don't know. Yes. Like, give us the real, give us the tea, Polly. Do it. <laughs> do it. Just right. do it. Because even if you've had for a second a thought of, oh, that might be quite nice to do. If that even has an inkling of that might be quite a nice thing to do, do it. It doesn't mm. matter if you close it next week. Mm. There's no pressure on you to sustain it for any length of time. But do it. Because I think that... I've just bought a skateboard. I really wanted to skateboard when I was 16. Yes. I didn't do it. And I, I'm i no. now going to do it. I mean, I might I might be crap. I might never actually take two feet off the ground. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to do it. And I think it's really important... Yes, Polly. If yeah. you get a tiny spark inside you of... That's something that I really would like to do. Mm, Who mm. cares if you know how to do it? It does. I mm. ge- I genuinely make no bones about the fact I have no idea what I'm doing, and there's a real <laughs> freedom in that. Yes, yes. Totally. If totally. I thought, if I, I I see really highly clever friends going to launch a business and it taking them three or four years to do it, by which time the love and that spark of passion. Mm-hmm. has been clouded mm-hmm. by all of the intellect stuff around it but then yeah. but then um what's the other pro just being in charge of your own destiny is really nice mm. if i work hard this is something that bugs me as an actor it didn't matter how hard i worked it didn't matter how good i was it was always based on someone else's opinion um and of wow. course the shop is it's based yeah. on other people's opinions coming in mm. but the fact of the matter is is I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I do, obviously, but like, 
I think I, I think it's really saying. joyful. So yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's that thing of being in charge the of right your own destiny. The right people will come and that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, so, so, I, so I'm like a highly sensitive person. I'm, I've defined myself as a highly sensitive person. I can't watch the news if it's really sad because that's going to sit with me. I can't watch Holby City because that is too much. <laughs> and I'm going to go away and dream about that and that poor person oh, having their, no. their tomato ketchup pulled out of them. Like, I can't... So I'm a highly sensitive person. Mm. And all of my life, that has been a negative thing. Mm, mm. Emotion in my family was like, just wash your face, Pearl, and get on with it. Like The highly sensitive disposition that I have is actually my flipping superpower. Exactly, so yes. I've not, I, I've not had that celebrated, but my therapist said to me this week, she goes, you strive always for authentic communication. And because you're so hyper-aware of... All the nuances of someone, how they're speaking to you, or like, you you detect, you detect when there's some kind of bullshit going on, <laughs> so, to uh-huh. such an extent. It's a that gift. It's, it, it is a gift. And she was like, Paul, it is the most beautiful thing that you've got. And I was just bursting into tears going, nobody's ever said this great. They've always <laughs> said it's like, you're too sensitive, you're too mm. much, you're like, you you know stop reading into things so much but I can't physically can't help that but it's my mm. superpower actually mm. <laughs> yes. yes and and I'm yes. gonna I've le- I'm learning to use it in a better way yes, yes. use it Polly yes yes that's incredible <laughs> so it sounds like you've you've kind of found your tribe almost you found your community because you wanted a community yeah. and it feel it feels like you've you found it and you've, yeah, by trusting that spark and that intuition, like, and things yeah. just flowed. I'm very lucky. So you're not too much to now. Found, you're brilliant. Yeah. To have found friends who will have authentic communication. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it sounds like a really base thing. We all authentically communicate all the time because it's authentic. We don't. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't. And actually... Because I know that when I feel open and I'm charging at you with all that I've got emotionally, mm. I'm also open to receive everything that you've got emotionally. And that's where the magic happens, isn't it? That's yes, when you decide exactly. to open a business. And that's when you decide to move to the seaside. Ding, 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 pow, bing, <laughs> boss. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds yes. so preachy. I hope this isn't sounding all so preachy. I don't mean it to. We it's, preach all the time. I just feel no, mega no, no, passionate good. about it. We preach all the time. No, go for it. We love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when it's full of truth and it, it actually makes sense, then to me it doesn't sound like preaching. It just sounds like passion and that you just really want to help somebody else and not have to go through maybe what you went through to get mm. there. And that's what we really wanted to do with this podcast is just kind of shed light on these situations and and look at that, people, we've done it again. <laughs> oh, that's it's such so an good. honor to be with you guys. What <laughs> no, a beautiful sacred space you create. Like it's yeah, lush. Oh, oh that's lovely. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you Thanks, so much. Polly. So Polly, where can our viewers and listeners find you? So uh, you can find me in Margate. If you ever come to Margate, we're in Old Town (laughs) on the square. My shop is the very brightly coloured one. Um, Mm -hmm. You can also find us at Little Bit Margate on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook at Little Bit Margate. Little Bit Margate, yeah. And, and if, if you, you go, go to, to the website, then you can also find all of the stuff about Big Bit as well, which is the oh, yeah, the B&B. And all of the other stuff. So you'll see exactly. what we're, you'll Sounds get the visuals. fabulous. Little bit, big bit, cardboard you've box. You've turned <laughs> one of your rooms, you've turned one of your rooms into a cloud, haven't you? Yeah. So. I'm going to go um, stay <laughs> Yeah, it's, so it's hard to explain. So basically, the, the, the space that we built the Airbnb in is, um, it was a bit of an empty shell, except it had this one box on stilts. So we then put stairs up to that. And then oh. we made the underneath of this box like a crawling space. But there was only so much you could do. You couldn't put an actual bed in it. But I knew that I wanted right. it to be sleepable. And we had run out of budget. So what we did was put a call out to all people of Margate to give us all their old cushions, their old like sofa cushions or pillows, or everybody's got extra pillows they don't need True. or 
old Drink. duvets. And we literally just made this cloud room underneath, which is exceptionally practical because nobody's bopping their heads on the top because it's all super squidgy. It's all, yeah, and it's casual. Just, then, cla- then it's like got an overlay of really super soft, cloudy fabric. And it is just the coziest, the coziest little space. Right, so next up we have our Wonderfully Random. Wonderfully Random. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm ready so, to receive. Are you ready? Right, you ready, yeah. Six? I'm never ah. ready for this. Never. I know. I've now Which got a sweaty cool. upper lip because the anxiety is keeping it. <laughs> So this one isn't as like, hilarious as our previous ones that we've done more recently, but it is wonderfully and random. It's Love very it. much the title. So, right, are you ready for this? Okay. So are either of you a fan of watermelon? Yeah. Like yeah. watermelon? Suki? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do, yeah. You like fancy watermelon? Yeah, How about watermelon snow? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not talking like a snow coat I mean actual snow 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 actual snow I'm, I'm <laughs> just really confused right now <laughs> just confused is it yeah. falling out of the, si- the sky like watermelon snow or is it just is it there and it looks like watermelon snow well I'll, okay that's a very good question <laughs> So the snow banks of uh, the Californian Alpine slopes in um, Sierra Nevada have watermelon snow on the top of the mountains. Yeah. Is this naturally occurring? Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. And (laughs) Polly's face, everybody, this is great. This is why I do this. (laughs) It's proper interesting because the earliest accounts of this watermelon snow were actually in the writings of Aristotle. No. Yeah, it's proper far back this goes. And so this is, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this watermelon snow has puzzled mountain climbers, explorer, explorers, explorers. Gloria, <laughs> Gloria the explorer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, she'd even be confounded by it. Let her figure that one out. Um, <laughs> and obviously, you know, for thousands of years, people have been speculating whether it was like minerals or like um, oxidation or something of the rocks. But apparently, this is all down to snow algae what yeah i 100 percent have got it's the minerals in the soil yeah no that's what they believe like back in the 18th century but then obviously science changed and they found it was algae and it's caught that i'm gonna butcher this i really apologize <laughs> <laughs> i'm not very good at reading these things out but i'm not letting it stop me um <laughs> so this particular algae that's the response which is responsible for making the snow pink it's called Cla- Clamidomonas nivea. Sorry, what was that? Clamidomonas. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Once more with feeling, so. What was that? Clamidomonas nivalis. Oh, Clamidomonas nivalis. <laughs> yeah. That, that little <laughs> thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, oh, all right. Okay, yeah, that. <laughs> Apparently, during the winter months... This algae is green and they get covered up by the snow during the winter and they become dormant. So they go to sleep. And in the springtime, the nutrients and everything in the increased levels of light melt the water and it stimulates the germination. And they actually have this extra pigment in them. They have a secondary pigment and they go red. Do you know what? I just realised how close I got to the screen because I'm like, you're like so much. Oh my God. (laughs) Sorry, that was like a right no- nasal shot yeah. going on because yeah. I was just so in shock. So, I yeah. To, but why is it only there? I don't know. It's just where it comes from. It's just where is that algae Africa is. Africa as well? Because, you know, I'm mm. thinking of flamingos. You know, flamingos get really pink by eating this sort of algae or plankton. Yeah. That's interesting thought. But and no, if it that, tastes the like watermelon, then... You yeah, know. no, it doesn't taste. You should never eat it, people. It can make you oh, very, very well, sick. Because algae is not good to ingest. <laughs> this particular someone, one, anyway. Someone showed me um, a pink beach. 
the other week, and I can't even remember where it is. I want to mm. say it's in Thailand, but it's a. I might be very wrong by saying it's in Thailand, but it was a very, very pink, like oh, maybe bright it's something similar. Mm. Oh, I really I want to see this. pictures of this watermelon snow. Watermelon snow. Yeah, it smells it and looks like it, but don't eat it. But smells I always it? Can, yeah, it smells like watermelons. No. Yeah. <laughs> Did I not oh say God. that? Oh, sorry. Yes, it smells like watermelon. That's like the coolest really part it. of it. Algae's really this good one, for you. This one, I think, this maybe toxic. because it goes dormant, yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, maybe there's something okay. about it because okay. they say don't. Wow. You get you get sick. Yeah, so they say don't do it. So yeah, you well, go. Does it, stain, does it stain your clothes? Does it stain your well, clothes? Well, I'm not sure if it stains them, but I do know if you are a fan of Louboutins, you can definitely get a pair of red sole bottoms by hiking up there. Half the price, folks. <laughs> Love it. Half Love the it. price and you get your red soles. So it does do that, but then that's probably the snow sticking to the shoe. So I don't know if it actually... Uh, don't know. Don't know. I like how that's a fact that it's actually been researched. You know, if you like the Louis Vuitton, then actually go for a little hike. I love that. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, I do try. <laughs> I try, I try. So there you go, everybody. Watermelon that is snow. That is some weird stuff. I'm going to have to look it up, though. Yeah, you have to, to look it. it up. It's so interesting. Obviously, it'll be up on our YouTube. We'll have all the stuff go up there. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Really good one. Yes, have some song of the week. So today, I actually, I've been playing this song on repeat and the sun's out here in Greece now and it's like all the vibes are there and I know that um, it's been particularly hard like these last couple of weeks, like new things have come about and all this kind of stuff and I think actually not even realising it, going through things in our lives that, you know, Polly, you so graciously told us about and how you've been able to overcome them and everything, it just Mm -hmm. kind of... It fits, and I didn't even mean it to fit. I liked it because it was groovy, and it's really groovy, exactly. And um, (laughs) it's by a wonderful artist called um, Anthony Ramos, and um, he's in. He's from America, and he's great. He actually had this. The song I'm going to say is was his debut single a couple years ago. He has actually got a new one out more recently, but it's not that one. And this one is called Mind Over Matter. Ooh. It's very good. It's very, very, it's really funky. And like, you can imagine the sun's out. So the sun isn't out where you are. The sun is out and everything is good. Mind over matter, baby. So when we're me, can love, real love will take you deeper. Mind over matter. Cause when we're me, can love, real love is like a healer. Mind over matter. Mind over matter. There you go. I love it. Yes, I love it. There you go. It's a good tune. It's such a funky tune. So get dancing around your kitchen because you will be with this song. It's really, really good. There you go, everybody. Love, love. Well, it's time for mindful minutes, everyone. Okay, so crystal of the week (laughs) is called sunstone. So I've I've got. Two sunstones here. That's I'll show you fab. guys first. Um, it should be golden and oh, kind of wow. orangey and sparkly. You can see the sparkle there a little bit. Oh, wow. I'll oh, yeah, show the can. people on YouTube. But um, I've smudged the heck out of these with like white sage <laughs> and it kind of discolors it. So I think it needs a good clean. <laughs> How do you clean oh, them, um, Suki? What clean them what, like with water? You can just clean. Well, you just you would just give them a little rinse. Cleanse them. Yeah. You want to cleanse them? Yeah. With the well, it depends. I mean, this is this um, this you can wipe over with something, but there are some crystals that don't do well with water at all, like selenite yeah. and things like mm. that. So you want to make sure. But um, this absorbs. Um, but it has this beautiful golden. Can you see? Has yeah. a golden sort of shimmer to it. Um, this is all about detaching your self from codependency 
and maybe beliefs and programming that doesn't serve you so that you can find your true happiness. It's an amazing antidepressant. Um, It is not Mm. something you ingest. This is do not eat. This is just crystal energy healing. So you can put it in your pocket. You can put it in your bra. You can lie down with it or sit with it or hold it to your solar plexus, which is your third chakra. Um, And what it does, it helps to lift off any uh, feelings of heaviness. Um, It helps with decision making. So if you're feeling you're stuck in a mud, so this was intuitive. I picked this today and I was like, I know it's all about joy, but this is joy. But it also relates to what Polly was saying about taking that leap of faith, knowing what's right for you, giving yourself personal power, um, giving yourself some love, leadership stone. So if you need to take action, make a decision, this is the stone for you. Wow. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, if so anybody is th- starting of thinking their own business, get that. Get some Get that right on board. Get that right on board. Get that right on your solar plexus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it does help with that, you know, you've got that longing or something. Well, what's the attachment there? What are you feeling mm. like? you can't let go of or so this will really help bring that Mm. awareness to you so that you can make the decision that's best for you and take leadership over your 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 life and your decisions this is just Mm. like the sun it it just brings sunshine it's yang energy so if you want to charge it don't charge it under the moon charge it in the sunlight oh hot tip there right Yeah. yeah um joy happiness feeling empowered, feeling positive, um, and yeah, connect with divine love and, and the sun. So connecting with the solar, the solar energy that you get. So it's a little ray of sunshine. It's a little bit, it's a little bit Margate, this. <laughs> it's a poly I love stone. That. I love that so it's a, much. It's a, it's a ray of sunshine. Thank you. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. And now we're going to go you. into so bringing wonderful. this wonderful loving joy meditation now um so if you'd like to get yourself comfortable and close your eyes you can sit or lie down get a blanket and we'll just go into the meditation now we begin by noticing the quality of your breathing are you taking long deep breaths Are you taking short, shallow breaths? Are you in control of your breath? Or are you allowing the breath to do its own thing? Welcoming the air into your very being as you inhale, expansive, feeling qualities of space and light. And as you exhale, you're able to release the air fully. And by doing that, noticing the gravitational pull of Mother Earth on your body. experience your breath. It's what's right for you right now. We all are unique and every single moment of every day fluctuates the way we breathe and the way we perceive things and allow things. Pushing the air out 
of your body? How does it be to be in control of your breath? Knowing that the breath can resource us and allow us to relax even more. By taking this conscious effort, you're improving your well-being and self-awareness. Just this little exercise can allow you to acknowledge that you have choice. You can tune into your very being to know how to resource yourself, how to take good care of yourself. And with this in mind, you can just imagine now you're sitting or you're lying in a beautiful meadow full of flowers that resemble you. These beautiful meadow flowers, whatever colours you see, resemble the joy and the spark of happiness that fills you up, filling you up with love and gratitude, recognising your own beauty within these beautiful meadow flowers. You're surrounded by them. And as you sit here and witness these gently dancing flowers in the breeze, acknowledging the colours that you see, skies above you to the horizon, knowing that you can see far and wide, feeling the warmth of the sun from above allows you to settle even more. The horizon in front of you going on to a positive future, being lined away with all these beautiful colours that embody your very essence of who you are. sky of eternity above you. And the beautiful orb of the sun with its golden rays relaxing you and giving you the energy you need to recognise your brilliant self, the spark of joy, the flame of intention, and the drive that you have
feel knowing that you are in your perfect space. You may see your whole self illuminating a golden light, feeling more recharged, more empowered. to feel this power within your gut to know what's right for you get get into the space of knowing what direction in life you'd like to go in so that you can achieve your goals without fear with knowing Trusting your intuition, knowing how unique you are and how just being your authentic self can play a brilliant role in the history of the planet. Feel the joy from this golden light. Feel the happiness and being content with it. And know that whatever challenges that you may feel, you can welcome the solar energy of the light of golden eternal oneness into your being by breathing, tuning into your breath, knowing you have the control to take yourself back to this beautiful space. gravitational pull of Mother Earth in your body. Give thanks to the sun, the eternal sky, the beautiful meadow of flowers on the horizon, and Mother Earth for giving you the anchor you need to be present today. Feel your legs and your arms and hands, acknowledging your chest and your abdomen, moving with the breath. Give your jaw a bit of a wiggle and roll your eyes in your head and give a nice big happy smile. One last deep breath in and release. So and when you're ready, just bring yourself back by opening your eyes. And I hope that was uh, bringing a spark of joy and giving you that <sighs> love that you so need. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you for joining Polly. You've been a fantastic guest. Thank you so much for having me. Mm. You're so wise. It's been just just really, yeah, divine. Yeah. Divine time. It's just incredible how everybody's lives are just so much aligning up together with everything that everybody's going through and how everyone's connecting with one another. Mm. Even though everybody's situation is completely different to one another, Mm. there is a pattern. And it's just incredible how people are just blooming and evolving and are, are taking on that um, uh, devotion of themselves and not letting the fear affect their destiny and what they know they're put here to do and the joy that they want to give themselves. Mm. It's just, it's incredible just hearing your story and, and understanding that because 
it gives so much hope to everybody else of like who maybe even trying to figure that out or is still on that path of not understanding why they're not happy or not do you know what I mean or not figure yeah. out the contentment and it's just awesome just hearing it because the more we hear it and the more everyone talks about it we know that we're in this together. Yes. We're all on yeah. the same level yes. here and we all want the same yes. thing. We all want the same yes. thing. And so just thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Polly, because you're, you're helping mm. it. You're helping everyone Jump else. those little joyful lily pads to lily pad, totally. whatever it might be. Totally. Totally. Love the lily pad. Having a cup of tea in the bath. Go and do totally. that. That's going to make mm. you happy. Yeah. Like... I think it's just retuning into what you can do for you because yeah. actually it's an impossible thing to... Yeah. When you start thinking of the greater aspect. Yeah, how totally. Do you, how exactly. do you do that? Totally. It's incredible. It's Polly, incredible. Thank, thank you. you so much for your time, Thank Polly. you. Yes. So thank you ever so much, everybody, for um, tuning in to us once again. And um, if you are following us on the podcast, make sure you are subscribed and make sure you have headed over to Apple Podcast and rated and reviewed us. We really, really need that to help our algorithm. And obviously on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed and hit that big thumbs up and give us a like and hit your bell for your notifications. Da, 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 da. <laughs> So until thank next you. week, everyone, take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.